Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Three o'clock here on the afternoon show. Apologize for the uh, the disjointed start to the show. Uh, well, obviously with you know mm-hmm. Hugh and, and Joe and the Eagles press conference is running late, but we're cooking now. We're co- we're cooking with we're cooking now because uh, they had a press conference today, and whenever the Eagles talk, <laughs> people want to react, and no one better to react with than our guy Elliot Shore Parks. He is sponsored by BQ Basements and Concrete Foundation Repair, Basement Waterproofing, and Crawl Space Experts. Call today for a free inspection. To book your appointment, go to basementsbybq.com. What's happening, Elliot? What up? How you guys doing? ESP. What's up, bro? You know, just another interesting day in Eagles land. <laughs> yeah. Like in but uh, they always keep it interesting. Big picture takeaway from, uh, from Howie and Nick before we get into all the uh, specifics. Yes, I got one on offense and one on defense. Which do you, what do you want to start with? The more important side of the ball? The, which, is, which is the more important <laughs> side of the ball to you? Well, for this team, I think this offseason it's going to be the defense. Um, I just got the vibe listening to them talk that I think they're going to be active in free agency trying to fix this defense. Um, you know, Howie mentioned how they have young players at defensive tackles. Maybe you don't, uh, you don't go after that position. But I think that with the increased cap space that they have, that you're going to go and see them not just last year when they signed guys, it was kind of one-year deals. And, and maybe, you know, they'll do some of that if, it, if the opportunity presents itself. But I think when we're doing Burt's Town Hall and we're having those first few days of free agency, you're going to see, like, big-time additions to this defense, like young expensive mm-hmm. multi-year contracts uh and i think probably at, i mean look on defense almost all the positions are positions in need but you know maybe safety linebacker mm-hmm. uh one of the elite corners hits the market but with this cap space i think they view it as the defense needs fixed the offense just didn't play well i think they view the defense as needing fixed and i think they're going to go and spend to do that yeah and they're right it, it, it does need fixing and from a personnel standpoint and i always say this like, you try to address what you can, especially if you financially can do it, meaning you got the salary cap space. You don't go into a draft trying to fill holes for needs. That's what free agency is for, in my opinion. Mm. And what you don't get taken care of in free agency, that's where you sort of supplement it in the draft, other than the quarterback position. Obviously, if you draft an high, you need a quarterback, you do that in the draft. But I really would be looking to address whatever needs I have positional-wise in free agency, they have the money to do it. So you think Howie's going to be aggressive in free agency? I do, yeah. I mean, they're at, I think, around $30 million right now. Uh, they still need to figure out what's going to happen with Hassan Reddick. I did get the vibe that uh, they're very open to bringing Hassan back. I think at this point, especially, and this will be a big week for it down in Indianapolis, like Hassan and his agent will go around and see what the best offer they can get is. And if no team blows Hassan away, 
I think the Eagles will pay us on and keep them because I don't think they're in the position right now, and I don't think they are either, to be giving talent away on defense. And Hassan is still relatively young. I mean, he's not super young, but he only's 30, so he probably still has two or three really productive years left. Um, so, yeah, I think that they will be very interested in, uh, in bringing Hassan back. But the, the other kind of takeaway, and it ties to the defenses, I think they view the defense as needing an overhaul. I don't get the vibe being down here that the offense is going to get an overhaul. Like everyone that thought Kellen Moore coming in is going to lead to some massive uh, change in scheme and you're going to see all these new things. Like there will be new things added. But one thing Sirianni said today was, you know, he kind of wants to mesh them both, right? He wants to take what he's done on offense that's worth. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean, Elliot? What does that mean? <laughs> Well, you're not going to like what it means, but I'll tell you. <laughs> what it means is this idea that I've said for months is true is that their offense is not broken. The players didn't play well. AJ tried to tell you guys that, and told, well, not just you guys, but, you know, has said that when he called in. Like, the problem was execution. So mm -hmm. I don't think that, look, I'm sure they'll do more, like, motion and stuff next year just because they were dead last in the league in it. But either one of two things is going to happen. One – Kellen Moore and Nick Sirianni are going to mesh this thing together, and you'll see new wrinkles and different things, but you're still going to see a lot of what they did last year. Or they might have a potential problem on their hands. Because, like, I, listening to Nick talk at the podium, I didn't get the vibe that he was, like, viewing himself as Mr. CEO head coach. Like, I think Nick is still going to be very involved in the offensive side of the ball. So hopefully when they put this, this structure together, it was made clear to him or, you know, they decided, like, this is how it's going to work. Because if there is some gray there, I, I just wonder how things are going to play out if, you know, Nick, if the offense really is being taken away from Nick. But, but I don't view that as the case. Mm. So on Hassan Reddick, I, I find that interesting. Because do you think, and after he talked about, you know, we're going to be aggressive and stuff like that, because I actually had the opposite takeaway that you had from the Reddick comments. It felt more like, eh, like we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there rather than like we're, we, we want him back you know, full bore, we'll get a deal done, stuff like that. I think he could have answered it in a different way. Do you think that maybe their philosophy here is we'll take him back, but we're going to go pursue one of these younger uh, edge rushers off of their rookie deal rather than paying a 30-year-old? A, a so I think their philosophy is they don't think anyone's going to pay Hassan a ton of money. So they're, they're going to allow his agent to shop around, see what they can get, Keep in mind, Hassan Reddick has a $21 million cap hit right now on the Eagles. It's the largest cap hit on the team. So it benefits the Eagles to extend Hassan Reddick because if they extend him, that further lowers his cap space. You probably save 10 to $12 million by extending him. So I think that, to your point, like I agree that if Hassan goes out and gets a deal that they don't want to pay, I don't think they're going to like lose sleep over it. But I, I definitely think like they are very – they're not viewing the door shut on Hassan. I think it's gonna, it's kind of out of their hands in a way because it's really gonna come down to what other teams are willing to pay him. Elliot, um, what do you think about his answer about uh, the culture? You know, did he say double down and tripling down on the core values? I know that was your question. What do you think of his answer? Yeah, so I asked him kind of what what he learned from last year that would make it make him a better coach next year if they were to put themselves in a similar situation. And, look, I don't think in all our years covering this team and talking about them WIP, we'll probably never see that situation again, right? I mean, losing five to six, collapsing like that, like that, that was pretty bad. But, I mean, his, his answer on it, you know, I, I think that doubling down on the core philosophies, I, 
it wasn't the most inspiring answer. Like, I think it, it makes sense what he's saying, that you kind of double down on what you believe in. And in 2021, when he did that, it worked. Last year, he, it didn't. But just reading between the lines, I got the sense that maybe Nick felt he didn't handle that situation the best he could have. Like, looking back on it, and he's not going to get into the specifics, mm-hmm. certainly not in front of the media. But I, I would guess Nick looks at how he handle that and, and thought he could have done a better job like if he t- when he talks about the core philosophies you know there's connection accountability i i can't name all five even though i've heard them like a thousand times but well, that's, dis- I, that's I, disappointing I, I, need, I need you on that i'd be curious if you can but um I, accountability I, connectivity competition competition is discipline one of them uh, i don't know i don't think discipline is one or it should be <laughs> well, it might be it might be implied another one, but but I, I think I wonder if he leaned too much into either connection or accountability, right. and maybe felt he could have been you know better on one of those. So you know I think Nick was trying to say he's learned from what happened, but they're just they're not going to get into details about what they feel went wrong. In all honesty, like they might give give hints and say certain things, but we've heard them talk twice now since the season ended, and I don't think they really kind of spelled out exactly what it was that they feel went wrong. No, they're not giving you guys any cracks, man. They're not going to open that door to let you guys walk through it and start asking a bunch of follow-up questions. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, though, that I think that with the collapse of the team, there's this perception that, like, there's a smoking gun somewhere that, that everyone needs to find out. Like, there was, like, one thing that happened. Or, you know, there's this big secret. And, look, maybe there is, but I truly think they believe in the Novacare that it was just a collection of things and it wasn't one major problem. Like, I don't think they view this as, you know, this, the season would have been so much better if Jalen was a better leader or like, or, or something like that. They probably think the players need to play better. Jalen can be a better leader. The coaches didn't do a good enough job. Like, I, I don't think there's, there's one big thing out there that we're missing. I think all the problems that they had last year, we've discussed and we know what they are. Yeah. And next year, like they, the players have to play better and, certainly on defense, which I think is how they view this season as turning around or next season, is if they can get slightly better play on offense and way better play on defense, I think they view themselves as being like right back in that top four or five team in the league. I didn't hear this question being asked, either Howie or um, Nick, so forgive me if somebody did ask the question, but uh, Jason Kelsey coming back, what did, did I mean? That, that would have been a great Kels, uh, question for Howie as to had he heard anything, and does he know what Jason's plans are? Yeah, so I, I believe at the end um, it was it was asked, and he said something along the lines of like, "You only ever want to see him and uh, Fletcher Cox wear midnight green." So uh, you know, it feels like this is the third or fourth year in a row at the combine. Howie's being asked <laughs> if Jason is going to retire, yeah. and I think. I think for, for two reasons, out of respect for Jason, he's probably not going to say what, what he thinks is going to happen. But then I also think that, you know, they, they might not know yet. Like, even when Jason talks about it, it sounds like he is still thinking about it. So, um, but no, there was no definitive or even okay. inclination, I think, one way or the other about what Jason's doing. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way that the Eagles could know because I, then I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't understand why Jason wouldn't just go ahead and say whatever it is. I mean, because if the Eagles Eagles know, then you might as well tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're around Jason every day at the NovaCare. I'm sure that they have a a guess. But, no, I I don't think – I got news for you. If he's still coming around the NovaCare every day, then he's probably coming back. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, and, and also, you, know, you don't retire so, and all of a sudden still go to work and, and go into the building all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I, I agree with that. I, I also think that, you know, with Jason coming back, I'm not sure – Obviously, you want to know, and it's an important piece of information, but like he's already under contract for next year. You probably already have this, the player you think will slide over to center in Cam Jurgen. Mm-hmm. And not to like completely diminish the position, but you can find a right guard, you know, if, if like you need to, right? So I, I think that while they, I'm sure they want to know and they have a guess, I don't think it's like holding up their offseason plan. Well, they need to know if they have 14 extra million to spend, too. I mean, that's, that's one of the big issues. Yeah, but not really. I mean, they just like they have. They have a ton of money. Like, I, it, it's good to know, but the $14 million, I don't think, changes, changes their perception. The, the other takeaway, and I know Howie is kind of playing chess up there uh, in terms of, you know, not giving a full answer, but the James Bradbury thing, I, I didn't get the vibe that they're, like, definitely cutting him. They might, but with the increased salary cap, you know, some are saying, well, it makes it easier to take the cap hit. But there's definitely a world where they view this as, the, co- the coaching was bad on defense last year. The safety play next to James was bad next, uh, last year. Um, you know, the, he, they asked him to move around. Uh, Howie did mention they think he's an outside corner, that he can't play inside. I, I didn't get the vibe that they're, they're, like, dying to take a $9 million cap hit to cut James Bradbury. Well, listen, buddy. They better get ready for it, okay? <laughs> I know they might have had the vibe <laughs> of that. Because, man, he's, he also lost, like, two steps last year. It doesn't have anything to do with coaching. So I, I disagree. He looks he looks slower, and I correct me if I'm wrong on this, but like I do think getting really poor safety play next to you like makes makes the corner look worse. Like the the play in Seattle, look, he should have been better there. But if you have better safety play, like I think the main problem with Bradbury was he got beat deep a lot, and I think that one way you correct that is having better safety play next to him that is that is able to help him there. I, I'm not saying you can go into next year with him as like the the locked-in starter opposite Slay. But I do think to take a $9 million cap hit to cut him, I don't, I don't see the benefit of that. You bring him to camp, you see if he's good, and then you figure it out there. But just removing him from the roster when you can have 90 guys, I, I don't 
I doesn't me me at least. I don't get the sense they're in a rush to do that. But I could be wrong. I don't think he has much left in the tank. As as a player, I just don't. I don't think there's there's much left in the tank. And I think, you know, if you're letting finances control your decision here, then we're just going to be disappointed in the product on the field. Now, like you can say from a financial standpoint whether or not it's smart to do, okay. But if you're expecting to put a guy out there and cover the likes of a C.D. Lamb and some of these other receivers that are out there, that, and we're talking about winning a championship, and that's where my mindset is at. I, I, just, I just don't see that level of play there. So I just don't I, see I, that level of play. So I, I agree that you can't go into next year with him as your plan and then behind him don't, not having great options. Like, I, I could picture a world where, look, let's say LeJarius Sneed hits the open market, then yes, Bradbury's gone because he's not, they're not going to keep both. But if you want to go into next year, let's say they draft a corner – High first round, second round. You have Keely Ringo, you have Eli Rick. I, I think there's a world where you go to camp, you let those guys compete, and you see who wins. Mm-hmm. But Bradbury does offer, and I know people don't think his floor is very high right now, but he does offer some level of like veteran presence and some level of at least you know what you're getting with him that these other young guys might not. So I think that the other moves they make at corner will impact what they do with Bradbury. Well, that's the biggest thing. When I hear Bradbury may be coming back, then that that somewhat dims the light on my on my hope that Legarius Sneed is here. Yeah, I, I think the, the I mean the obvious question with Sneed is if he's even going to hit the free agency market. If, if Sneed becomes a free agent and is able to negotiate, mm-hmm. I think Eagles will be very much very much in on that. Now they they like Keely Ringo, and so maybe that factors in a little bit. Obviously, he's cost controlled, and you know he's young, so you don't want to just not have him play. And that was the other thing Howie mentioned, you know, maybe Nolan Smith should have played a little bit more. So maybe Mm -hmm. they want to try to play younger guys, but Snead is somebody that corrects that position for three, four years minimum, you know, if not more. And I also think he's a culture setter. Like he is someone that comes in on your side of the defense and really, you know, adds a lot as a leader. He's someone that's played one Super Bowl, obviously. So I think if Snead were hit the open market, they would pay for him. The question is just if Kansas City is gonna gonna let him hit the open market. Well, they better. They gotta pay. They gotta pay Chris Jones, don't they? Yeah. Let him go. They got they got uh, the young kid McDuffie. They yeah. Uh, Andy, yeah. Uh, if we were in Kansas City, we would be saying you pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think? I imagine that's their objective. Do you think that Nick had a better press conference today because Dom was there and he's able to make <laughs> sure that you know he's everything's everything's calmed down now because Dom's back. I, I, do, I do think, in all seriousness, that today felt a little bit like a turning of the page from last season. The last time we saw them talk, obviously, temperatures were very high. People were very mad. Um, you could see on their faces when they talked last time that it, it had been a long two months for them. They look worn um, down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think today it felt a little bit like the, the turning of the page to next season. It didn't feel like, as much at least, the baggage from last year was, was, was there. So. Um, yeah, I, I thought they both looked a little more refreshed than what about, maybe they did last time. What about his answer on Jalen being a vocal leader? Um, yeah, I would imagine internally they probably talk about that in a way that they're not going to at the podium. Um, I don't think what he's saying is incorrect. Like, I, I do – well, I, I think that, you you know, as a leader, and what he was trying to say was, you know, you don't, you don't want to not be who you are. That comes across as phony. But where I would push back on him is you do – also need to do what is expected of you and, you know, try your best to do that. So I think he's always going to defend Jalen at the podium. 
Um, I think his answer made sense, but I I don't think internally they 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 feel that way. I think internally they probably want Jalen to be more vocal and be probably a better leader than he was last year. And final thing here, did you go stuff the Georgia and Shane Steichen question askers into a locker? Like, why were they allowed to be there? Well, that's what this event is, right? This event's not in Philly, so there were, uh, you know, the, they were obviously not local reporters. Um, I'm sure when Shane Steichen talks tomorrow, you know, some of us will be there asking him questions. So not fun when we have so many questions to ask, and we're hearing about how Shane Steichen did and how he's telling a story about a gift he gave him, but. Is what it is. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. I, right. I have it in me to stuff someone in a locker. No, but I, 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 I sat there and, and listened to the question. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. A riveting answer. Uh, all right, Elliot, appreciate the time and uh, enjoy Indianapolis, okay? Sounds good. Talk to you. <laughs> all right, bro. Come back with some scoops. Come back with some scoops. That's, That's what cool. I want. Elliot Short Parks, live from Indianapolis. 215 592 9494 is how you get in. Uh, the Bradbury thing feels like a kind of like the the Quez Watkins is our number two starter. Like, yes, saying he's an outside guy. Of course, he's going to say he's an outside guy. Um, Which I said that all year, right? When people wanted to move Bradbury into the slot and all that other stuff, there has been whispers. Did you put him at safety? Safety? Yeah. Did you Did you see him tackle? Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm good on him not yeah. being the safety. Um, and and also, like how he knows that if he's going to be players in the free agent market, like he can't just say we need a corner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he is under contract. Yeah, I, I, I take all this as posturing. I just don't know how this whole, this whole defense doesn't get an overhaul. And, and the idea, listen, I love I love Big Bro Hugh. I love him to death, and, uh, and I certainly respect um, his 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 view on what he wants to do with the defense moving forward. But the idea of just playing young players just to watch them develop, and 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 by the way, just because it worked in Kansas City doesn't mean it's going to work here. Correct. <laughs> First of all, let me start here on the defensive side of the ball in Kansas City. That defensive coordinator has been there how long? Five years? Five years. So he's running the same defense. Knows the personnel. He selected all the personnel. Maybe that's one of the reasons why it worked out there. And real quick, Chris Jones is already there. Not to mention Chris Jones is there. So you got an anchor in the middle of your defense. And then secondly, as they did it the first year with all those young guys, that wasn't a very good defense. No. So it worked for them in the first year because of the greatest quarterback in modern history is over there, and they were, what, the second leading scoring team two years ago or the leading scoring team, and Andy Reid's over there. So you can make up for what you don't have defensively and what you're not doing from a shutdown defensive standpoint. That's first of all. Secondly, they wanted, again, this year with the best defense in the league, those guys have been in the defense already. We're coming off of four. No, we're coming off. It feels like four and 13. We're coming off a major collapse at the end of the year. And now we want to go into the next year with a bunch of unknowns and hoping that we win games. Just for the sake of seeing guys develop. Not in a developmental stage. I just don't get that. I understand if you have to in some areas. You may play one or two guys here or there. But you're telling me, no, just put all young guys out there and we'll, we'll see if they can play. 
It's not going to work. Yeah, putting the Kobe out there, put this guy out there, put Job out there, put Reed back out. Like, put all the young guys out there. Put Nolan Smith out there. Let him play. It sounds good in the offseason. Yeah, like, yeah, that sounds good in February. Yeah, go out there and try to win games that way. 215-592-9494. I appreciate your, 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 you saying you love you. We're currently on Rocky situation. Me and yeah, you. well, that's you and you got to work that out. Yeah, you guys have to work that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 215-592. Well, you got you a right to be a little... A little peeved at him. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, you know, you know. We'll, we'll have an Oklahoma. Drill I didn't even out here. know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a very, very kind article in Crossing Broad written up about it too. Very, very positive. Two one five. I'll tell you. Five nine two ninety four. Causing trouble. He, he came in here and he's like, ah, you know, I don't want to cause any ruffles between the shows. <laughs> he's saying I peed down my leg. <laughs> Two one five, five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Uh, I thought Howie gave a very interesting answer on one position group this offseason and in free agency. Oh, man. Should the Eagles invest in it? This is Howie's season. We'll discuss that. I can't believe you want Howie just to sit back and do nothing. Well, I'll just go with all young kids on on, on defense. <laughs> um, and are the Eagles players recruiting a player we might have just brought up? I, I hope so. I hope so. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll get to all that coming up next. Are the Eagles going to be in or out on paying for this one position? How we answered that earlier today. Get in now, 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.